Never stop improving. And today we're going to look at community. Community is important. And a raft of scriptures that we could have read from, and I'll read from here a little bit later, but uh, community is so important. And I, don't, I think that we just take it for granted. It's, it's so important. And important things are that way, un, unfortunately. But uh, we'll, we'll see. If I don't get through all of it today, we'll get through it, with it some other time, uh, probably the following week. Because um, I got, like I said, got a lot going on today. Let's pray, Father. We ask and pray for your blessing upon this uh, word today, and God, not only the word that they are going to uh, listen to, but God, let every ear be attentive to hear. God, let every thought be captive this day, and Lord, that they would not be wondering what they're going to have for lunch or at what time gun smokes on or whatever, all these things so important that are on our list. But God, help us to focus in on what you want done today. In Jesus' name, we're asking and praying. Amen. 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 Now, Nehemiah chapter number two, starting with verse 17. Then said I unto them, you see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lies waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we be no more a reproach. And I told him of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as also the king's words that he had spoken unto me. And they said, let us rise up and build. You see that, let us? Something important there. Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hand for this good work. But when Sanballat and Tobiah and Geshem heard it, they laughed us to scorn, despised us, and said, What is this thing that you do? Will you rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore we are his servants. We will arise and build. But you will have no portion, no right, or no memorial in Jerusalem. A little village in Tennessee, there was a small church. And they had been without a pastor for quite some time, and finally they found their man. And they hired this, they hired this guy on, and his first Sunday after preaching the sermon, and he was greeting the people, there was a young boy came by probably 10 to 12 years of age and he went to shake his hand and he asked the young boy, so who are your parents? And he seen the look on the boy's face and he saw the look of everyone who was in earshot that heard him and he knew he had made a grave mistake. And probably the Holy Spirit helping, helping him out in this crucial time, the man knew immediately the mistake that he had made. Because what was going on, this little boy was an illegitimate. 
an illegitimate child. He didn't know who his dad was. And with people wondering, oh, no, what is he going to say? What is the little boy, the response going to be? The man said, wait a minute. I can tell by the look on your face. I know who you are. Your dad is the heavenly father, and you're part of God's family. And they said that boy broke out with the biggest smile on his face, and everyone that was around was was relieved with how that that happened and went down. And the amazing thing about that is that little boy or that young lad was Ben Hooper. And Ben Hooper would come to be the governor of the state of Tennessee. And for years, he said, that day changed his life. Community is important. I cannot say that enough. We cannot be out here by ourselves. You have heard me tell the story of the, and I probably told it last week or two weeks ago, I tell it about every fourth Sunday, about the creature, on the thing that got his hand chewed off by the wild dogs and how they're looking at it, the, the, uh, the away team are, are looking at this and just the music and then just a hand, it's just up there on the table and then the thing started to move. And it, was, it was brought fear to everybody in that room, and it brought fear through that TV. My, me, a kid watching that, I was scared to death. You need to be connected to some church. You need to be connected to some church. If you're not, you're as scary as that hand out there all by itself. I don't need the church. I'm my own pastor. That always throws up a red flag to me. I wouldn't walk across the street to hear anybody preach or teach that said they don't need a pastor, they don't need a church, they're their own church. Fooey on that. Because God has got another thing to say about that. We are shaped by community. There's a video that says you're not yourself when you're hungry. We got that. We got that, almost, are we ready? Let's play that. Turn the AC up, I'm dying back here. It's on, can't you feel it? Can you feel that? Oh, <laughs> Jeff, eat a Snickers, please. Why? Every time you get hungry, you turn into a diva. Just eat it so Ooh, we can all coexist. Turn into a diva. Mm -hmm. Then your sister will break your pants. Okay. Thank you. Better? Better. Will you get your knees out of the back of my seat? <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. You're not you when you're hungry. And the important thing about that commercial, I think, escapes most people. And it's this. There are people in that car during this commercial that knows that guy good enough to let him know, hey, you're out of hand right now. You're not acting right. And that can only happen in community when you know someone. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. It takes people to be able to come up against you when you're wrong and let you know when you're wrong. 
And that only happens in community. Because if you are not locked in, you'll just get mad and you'll just take your little men and go somewhere else and play. I said that because my brother, he was, he was up until he was 16, he was playing with little toy soldiers. <laughs> Somebody would knock on the door and he'd say, wait, mom, wait. And he'd get all of his soldiers and, and take them in the other room. Is he here today? Yeah, here he is. A.W. Uh, <clears throat> Tozer, a great Christian mind, said, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. I like that comment. And that's more than a comment. That's a deep thought there. When you, when you think about God, what comes in your mind, that's what's going to shape your life. And again, if your if you're thinking is, I'll just be out here on my own, the Lone Ranger, even the Lone Ranger had Tonto. That's right. Enoch, the Bible says, he walked with God. Abraham was a friend of God. Moses this is what God says about uh, Moses. I am the Lord your God, Moses. Yeah. I told the church Wednesday night, we do not know what people are going through when they come into these doors. And you don't. My mom told me years ago, there was a couple that was, uh, it came out that they was having marital problems. And she told me, she said, Mark, not in a million years would I have thought that about that family. By looking at them, you thought everything was prim and proper and perfect and nice. But it wasn't. This is why it's important for, not for the, for Mark or anyone of the other should not, Carlin or anyone of the other of the leaders should not have to get up here and say, J, J, E, J, E, S, U, S. It shouldn't have to be that way. Here's what ought to happen. The moment they hit that first key out of the box, you're ready to praise God. But instead, it's, you know, we're priming you and priming you and priming you. Your smile may be exactly what somebody in this congregation needs. Your handshake may be what they really need. That's why people can make fun of my cornball jokes, that's all right. And I know that some of you have heard them 15 times, 18 times. <laughs> it don't matter. There's going to be somebody that's going to come into this church that's going to be down and out, and they haven't laughed all week, and they hear this preacher that, that's, pre that's preaching and telling the funniest jokes he's ever heard. <laughs> yeah. People need a sense of community. The TV show Seinfeld, that thing lasted forever for, I don't know how many years, 15 years or so. It was all based upon community. Trivia question. In 1979, who won the World Series? Who said that? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Greg told me from now on he is going to have the three-second rule 
to where he's given the church three seconds to answer a question. And, in, and if he knows that, he knows the second part of this. The theme song that they played all year long was, what is it? We Are Family. By who? No. Sister Sledge. That's right. That's right. Family. Family. There are probably people that live in Pittsburgh that to this day are still talking about that year. Yeah. John Wooden coached at UCLA for 15 years before his first championship. And then won I don't know how many championships. And everybody in the nation wanted to go and play for John Wooden, that great coach. Bill Walton won the best, however it was, the best player, college player of the year when he was a junior. And in the offseason, he grew a beard. And Wooden had a rule, no beards, no facial hair at all. And John and, and Walton had won the, uh, you know, he's the best player in the, in the nation. Everybody knows it. And he comes out and he's got a full, full beard. And he's just going to do what he wants to do because he's Bill Walton. And John Wooden said, Bill, you know the rules. Yeah, but you know who I am. I'm Bill Walton. And he says, Bill, it's been nice knowing you. Bye. And, and Bill Walton said he ran to the locker room to shave his beard off. <laughs> because community and what he could learn there meant way more to him than a beard meant to him. Community. We're not all about prima donnas here. What was the word used in the uh, commercial? Diva. diva. We're not about divas here. We're not about divas here. We want people to, be, to get involved. We want people to be plugged in. And the thing about being plugged in, one of these instruments could be right there at the plug in, right there at the wall. You're right next to the paint. You're right there, right next to the receptacle. But you know, if it's not plugged in, it might as well be a million miles away. Be plugged in. Be plugged in. We build community through serving and being served. We build community through loving and being loved. We build community through knowing and being known. Yeah, but preacher, the guy on TV preaches better than you do. I know that he does. But there's no community in that. There's no community in that. Yeah, but, you know, he preaches, and he never got a wart, and he never got a head cold, and he never, oh, yes, he does. That tape ain't rolling all the time. That's right. What about if you're building a wall and you've got concrete blocks up and they're 10 foot tall and this wall's 30 foot long and right in the middle of it, one block is gone? You think anybody would notice? I think they would. Oh, preacher, it don't matter to me if I just... Stay out of church for a while, nobody will notice. Oh no, it matters. It matters. It matters to you, it matters to the person that sits next to you, it matters to, to me, it matters to God. It matters. It matters. It matters. 
and either we're pulling together, and this is a great one here, and I wish I could take credit for this, but I read this years ago. We're either pulling together or we're falling apart. Yeah. We're either pulling together or we're falling apart. Something I said last week, no, two weeks ago, no, it was three weeks ago, no, I say it every fourth week is what it was. God only breathes on that which is connected. When the hip bone connected to the shin bone and the, when all those bones got connected together in the valley of dry bones... Then, and only then, did God breathe on what was happening. What were people laughing about? What was Josh doing? <laughs> Josh, you doing something? I know it. <laughs> so good to have my, my children here with me today. <laughs> and usually every time I ever preach on community, I always mention the word Calm, unity. With, calm means with, unity. And unity is you and I tie. And every time I'd use that, my kids would go home and make fun of me. They'd say, you and I tie. You and I tie. One piece of float of, 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 a, of a snowflake falling won't stop nothing. But enough of snowflakes falling, you can stop your car. Community. 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 Today is Communion Sunday. And the Bible's pretty plain on this, that we are to take an inward view of ourselves. And whether you want to do that at your seat or whether you want to do that up here, that's up to you. But I want to impress this upon you. You do not have to be a member of Orchardville Church to take communion here. If you are saved and you love Jesus, I ask you to do what the Bible tells us to do, to take inward inspection and then partake in communion. Father, the words that we have spoken here, I'm praying, God, that they have not fallen upon hard ground, but, Lord, they've fallen upon good ground, good ground, good ground. And, Lord, that people have received it joyfully. I ask and pray, Lord, that as right now as we would take in introspection of our lives, Lord, that you would do the part that we cannot do. Lord, that you would clean us up. Lord, all we can ask, do is ask, and you do the big part. You do the part that we cannot do. Thousands of years ago, Lord, it was you that done the part that no human man could do when you raised Lazarus from the grave. 
Humankind could roll away the stone, but they couldn't raise Lazarus. And God, we do what we can do, but then you do the big part. I pray this morning for someone here that they've never asked Jesus Christ to be Savior and Lord in their life. I ask and pray, God, that you would knock on their heart's door, and today would be their day that they say yes to you. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Come out of sadness wherever you've been. Come brokenhearted, let a rescue begin. Come find your mercy, oh sinner, come kneel. The earth has no sorrow, the heaven can't heal. The earth has no sorrow, the heaven can't heal. So lay down your burdens, lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your face. Wanderer, come home. You're not too far. So lay down your hurt, lay down your heart. Come as you are. as you are There's hope for the hopeless and all who stray Come sit at the table Come taste the grace There's rest for the weary Rest that endures The earth has no sorrow The heaven can't cure so lay down your burdens Lay down your shame And all who are broken Lift up your face Wanderer, come home Cause you're not that far so lay down your hurt and lay down your heart. Come as you are. Come as you are. Fall in his arms. Come as you are. There's joy for the Sinner, be still. Earth has no sorrow. Heaven can't heal. Earth has no sorrow. Heaven can't heal. So lay down your burdens. Lay down your shame. And all who are Lift up your faces, oh wanderer, come home.
tower fall So lay down your hurt And lay down your heart Come as you are Come as you are Come out of sadness From wherever you've been Come broken hearted Let a rescue begin Come find your mercy Oh sinner come near Earth has no sorrow The heaven can't heal Earth has no sorrow The heaven can't heal So lay down your burdens And lay down your shame And all who are broken Lift up your face Oh wanderer come home You're not too far So lay down your hurt And lay down your heart Come as you are Come as you are It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.